What's going on, podcast listeners? You're listening to What the Podcast. I am your host, David Nicholson, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Nikki Nicholson. Woo! And on today's show, we have weird news, we have this day in music history, and we also have the funniest questions to ask someone part two. So let's do some weird news, or no, let's do this day in music history. So what have we got on in music history today? In 1959, Elvis Presley scored his fourth number one on the UK singles chart with A Fool Such As I Need Your Love Tonight, his first ballad to hit number one. Aww. Aww. Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll. Which I don't agree with that title. What else have we got going on? Um, in 1963, the Beatles, during a UK tour, the Beatles performed at the Royalty Theater in Chester. Yes, and that, that's where you're from, right? No. Oh, okay. No, no. <laughs> yep. In 1965, Bob Dylan's single, Subterranean Homesick Blues, peaked at number 39 in the U.S. charts, giving Dylan his First U.S. Top 40 hit. Congratulations in 1965 to Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's pretty rocking now. I really don't know anything about the man. Oh, man. He's he's a heck of a songwriter. Anyway. Do I know something that Bob Dylan would sing? Knocking on Heaven's Door. Yes, we've mentioned that before. Knocking on Heaven's Door. See, I know Knocking on Heaven's Door as a Guns N' Roses song. It is not a Guns N' Roses song. It belongs to Bob Dylan, and his version is actually better. <laughs> better than G&R? Absolutely. I find that hard to believe. But okay, in 1974, what happened? Frank Zappa and his wife announced the birth of their third child, a boy named Amit Rudin. Yeah, I don't know how to say that neither. neither. That's Amit Rudin? Rodin? That's a tough one. Amit, maybe? I apologize for literally butchering that, but I'm really not. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know neither. But that's all the music news we got. You want to get into some weird news? Sure, why not? As usual, it's brought to you by UPI.com, and we'll be right back with some weird news. <laughs> As I mentioned, Weird News is brought to you by UPI.com. And the first story is not exactly weird, but I thought it was interesting. A man from North Carolina has completed his five-month trek along the 1,175-mile North Carolina Mountains to Sea Trail. Could you imagine hiking for five months straight? No, I'll pass. I'm not that active in my life, even though I should be, but I am not. I think it would be, I mean... I don't know, to actually hike for five miles straight. I guess, you know, Forrest Gump ran for how many years straight. That is a rock that was given to me at church. Okay. <laughs> I know you guys can't see it, but she was looking at a rock. And the pastor handed him out on, I don't remember, Father's Day maybe. He, he kind of made, like, Jesus is the rock and the Father is the leader Easter? of the house. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was, I don't know. I got it at church. Okay. We got this. Church. So, but anyway, going on a five-month-long journey on a hike from the North Carolina mountains to Sea Trail. Sounds like a pretty trail to walk on, though. Mm, but, but I'm not 
like I said, that is just, that's not up my alley. Kudos to this dude for doing it, because like you said, it's probably gorgeous, but at the same time, five months in the wilderness, living on, I guess, the land, that's that's not me. I'm a glamper, honey. I'm, a, I'm not Maybe a, he had some beefaroni in a backpack. I highly doubt that. <laughs> and what is your deal with this beefaroni kit? All right. Sorry if you missed it, but last Friday the 13th was National Blame Someone Else Day. That sounds like a holiday I can get behind. How about you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blame someone else day. So if you screw something up, it's not your fault. It's somebody else's. And uh, let's see here. May the 11th, the police in South Carolina shared a video of an unusual situation that resulted when a studious alligator walked up to a school. The Charleston, South Carolina Police Department said officers responded Tuesday when a gator was spotted walking right outside the Daniel Island School. Okay, so this gator wanted to learn something. What's wrong with that? I remember whenever I lived in Florida as a child, there was gators that, you know, hung around the school. Well, when we lived in Daytona Beach, right up the road in Port Orange, there was a, an alligator that I guess had made its way from the canal and was like outside just chilling in the playground. Of the school? Yeah, it was just yeah, chilling. That's what I was saying. So, I, I mean, lived... that's that's nothing new. I don't know why. You, I mean, I guess there's not as many gators maybe in South Carolina, so it's unusual to see one that close to people. But in Florida, it's all people, so they're all the time around people. Yeah, and people <coughs> automatically assume that gators are like volatile animals, and they're not. Well, actually, they're not animals; they're reptiles. But that's another story for another day. Yeah, that's just, that's it, I guess. So you want to do some weird questions? Yes. All right, let's do some weird questions. <laughs> so as promised in the title, we do have our funniest questions to ask somebody part two. And we are actually going to try to answer these questions, even though some of them are just out of this world wacky. Others aren't too bad, but should be a fun time, right? Yeah. Yep. Nodding yep. like people. I'm can... not a. Yep, because y'all can see this, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we was doing the YouTube show there for a while, but wasn't getting very many views. <laughs> we're getting more listens than we are views, so we'll just keep it at the. Yeah, we'll just keep talking your ears off and then, you know, whatever works. Once it builds up a little bit more, we'll go back to putting it on YouTube. We'll see how it goes. But we do have, I have six questions here. Nikki has six questions here and a bonus question. But we're going to see what we can do. And number one question here is cereal a soup, why or why not? I'm going to say no. And I really don't have a why not. Why is cereal not a soup? I don't know. I think it's because you put, like, instead of, like, with a soup, you have, like, for instance, broccoli and cheese soup. You have broccoli, you have cheese, and you have milk and everything, but you, it simmers together. Cereal, you don't. You put cereal in a bowl, you put milk in it, and you eat it. It yeah, doesn't, there's no, there's no marinating. But once the cereal breaks down a little bit, it does mix in with the milk, and it does make a 
like a soupy. I don't think that you can classify cereal as a soup. That is my opinion. Cereal soup. That's what I'm going to say every morning now. I'm going to have some cereal soup. What do you think of that? Cereal soup. That's about as good as, you know, instead of getting sunburnt, you get lobster bit. You get lobster bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a joke behind that. Anyway, um, this one, and we're keeping it clean, children, is which body part do you wish you could detach and why? Okay, this is a loaded question. Are we taking it off forever or just for a time period and then able to reattach it? Reattach it, yeah. You can detach it and place it back. You don't... Don't what? You don't have to keep so. it permanently detached. It's not like you're throwing it in a toy box. Well, I'll tell you. Whenever I sleep, I sleep with my arm under my pillow, which you know because you sleep right next to me. And by morning time, my arm is so painful and hurting and asleep that I can I have to pick it up to move it and then I drop it right on myself. I've dropped my arm on my face before. So I guess I would like to detach my arm at night time so that I can just lay down comfortably and not have to worry about where to put my arm. Alright. I do not have a body part that I wish to detach and place anywhere else but what's on me. So... How about this question? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Why or why not? I do not believe that a hot dog is a sandwich. It's between two pieces of bread. Actually, it's technically one piece of bread because it is, it, it's not, it's in a bun. It's not like... Well, it's still between bread. It's still between bread, but it's not just like they don't, they don't classify as... A, a sandwich as something like if you use like one one sheet of bread or one piece of bread I have no clue what I call it a sheet but a sheet of bread a sheet of bread I was picking up what she's putting down it's a sheet of bread but like they don't classify that as a sandwich they don't even classify that as half a sandwich when technically it is it's a half a sandwich. But that's not what it's classified If I put as. peanut butter and jelly on one side of the bread and I fold it over, that's a sandwich. But Using one piece of bread. But it doesn't. It's not classified as a sandwich. A hot dog is not a sandwich. I think anything that you use bread for is a sandwich. Anything that you put between bread or on bread, around bread, it's a, it's a sandwich. A hamburger is a sandwich. Did you hit your funny bone? But anything that you put bread on or around bread, whatever, put on bread, it's a sandwich in my opinion. I don't think so. You don't think so. Alright, your turn. What combination of items so obviously you have to have at least two, okay? At least two items within this, but the, a combination of items could you buy that will obviously make your cashier uncomfortable? Um, well, there's a couple different combinations. The obvious choice would be anything like a bandana, some rope, duct tape, 
things like that <laughs> if you bought them. I mean, that's the obvious choice, but also, I guess, if you're buying large quantities of Sudafed or cough syrup, things like that, that would also make them start questioning your choices and life the way that you're living it. But <clears throat> if you bought, let's say, anything that could be considered slippery in a candlestick, that could be make your cashier question <laughs> life choices. <laughs> if, no. No judge. I worked as a cashier for a while, and there were some things that came through my aisle that I was like, looked at the people with a question mark in my face. I've also gotten some text with some weird emojis put together, and I said a question mark back. Jeff did that one time to me. He I understand. Me some, he sent me some Jeff buses, <laughs> some buses, a cactus, and an egg. <laughs> and I was like, I um, questioned him. So I said, I don't understand what that means. I'm trying to figure that out. And he said, don't. This is where I, I get to interject. Um, you all have no clue who he's talking about. And all I've got to say is, thank God you don't. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. That's all I got to say about that. Enough said. So there's a couple different examples there. It doesn't just have to be a cashier. You can. I was thinking lube and zip ties. <laughs> yeah, anything of that nature would definitely make somebody question what's going on here. I I don't know. I just I always me and my best friend we have done like little scavenger hunts and made our own and whatever but we ended up at Lowe's one time and we got a we went to the cashier with a wheelbarrow some rope two gigantic shovels the, like the biggest tarp that Lowe's sells and these are all things that we were going to buy um because it was actually for, um, they were actually doing some construction and digging like footers and stuff like that. But anyway, but we made it as though it was like a hush hush conspiracy when we're walking around, like we can't talk about this to people. Um, but yeah, it was really fun, and, and people did, did. You saw the the looks on people's faces was just like you know all these girls are gonna go murder someone and bury them in a ditch or something because you know we get this wheelbarrow now and we get this massive tarp. <laughs> Hey, what's wrong with that? So, is it my turn? Yep. In 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for? I have put a little bit of thought into this question. Um, and I'm going to say, like, the fidget spinners. Fidget, of all the things in the world you could pick, you pick fidget spinners. Or those, like, the, the poppers, the the popper toys where you pop the little bubbles and then you flip it over and pop them again and then whatever but yeah um there's lots of things i mean there's lots of nostalgia comes in all shapes and sizes so it could be anything from be, oreo cookies to I was cosmopolitan i mean it video games like how nostalgic the old NES games are, the Super NES games. People play them just because they're old and we still play Atari games once in a while. Just 
vintage video game day but even like people collect computers from yesterday you know yeah but that's not nostalgia that's more of a collection not I got nostalgia. a 2007 macbook pro sitting behind you i understand that but that's not that's a collection that's not that they're being nostalgic over something is different like hearing a song on the radio that you haven't heard in 20 years yeah that's, there, there you that go, is music. pure we listen to old music yes because but that's not nostalgia either that's because most music nowadays sucks um but that is also my opinion so i can't really say you know what everybody else and and podcast land out there thanks but all right that's just me your turn <laughs> this is a good one it says what's your weapon of choice in the zombie apocalypse what would you say a spoon you're not serious a spoon why, why do you kill a zombie how do you kill a zombie I'm going to scoop its brains out. Yeah, but you're you're going to die before you get the, <laughs> it out. So that's kind of stupid. That's not that's not no, doing your I would say a chainsaw. Be up close and personal. Quick and painless. Chop I'm talking serious like me answering this question is completely like I mean it's the easiest freaking weapon on the face of the planet. You're going to pick a gun. Nope. What? A machete. A machete. That's kind of similar to a chainsaw. I Same am, idea. I am all about, you know, off with their heads. Detach the body. But then you get the spoon and scoop the brains out. What, are you making soup? Yeah. Zombie mm. soup. You. Cereal. You. Cereal soup. Oh, little tender chunks, little chunky brain marshmallows. But it would be cereal soup if you're killing a bunch of zombies and you're a cereal killer, so it'd be cereal soup. I don't think that's how that works. It might be. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. What kind of secret society would you like to start? This is, I have no clue. Like, I don't have a secret society. Like, I don't have any secrets, so uh, I don't secret have. Secret society any... doesn't mean you have secrets. It just means you. Yes, meet... it does. That in itself is a secret. No, I don't look, have any secrets. You meet underground. Nobody knows about the society, but those that are involved in it. You can have a secret society about anything in the world. If you had a bunch of people that got together that you know was meeting secretly somewhere, you could talk about your murder porn. You might want to clarify to the to the listeners that it's not actual porn. That's what right. you're referring to. I call it murder porn because that's what they call it on South Park. It's those serial killer shows that she likes to watch or just shows on ID, right? Yes. I like true crime. I'm a true crime junkie. So you could have a secret society of people that met and talked about true crime shows. I mean, okay, we could have like this secret society of like 
serial killers. No, well, not like serial killers. Wow, but like, you took that in a dark way. <laughs> no, but like where we sit and we like hash out all of their stuff and see what they did wrong because they got caught. <laughs> so that would be your secret society. I guess so. I I just you know, uh, yeah okay. <laughs> and your question is. Would you rather have a permanent wedgie or socks that slide down on your heels inside your shoe? Okay. And this is constantly. This is not just a one-time thing like, oh, you know, you're wearing a certain pair of pants and you got a wedge, but no. I've walked my socks off before, and it's really uncomfortable. And it sucks, yes. I've had to sit down in the middle of the mall, take my shoe off, and pull my (laughs) sock back up. And um, I'm here to verify this. This this is legit information he's given you. He's done it several times. But at the same time, people wear thongs all the time. That is a permanent wedgie. But that's not what I wear. So I think I'd rather walk my socks off than have a permanent wedgie. Especially in the summertime. Well, in the summertime, I don't really wear socks, so... Well, I wear socks and shoes in the summertime, obviously, but... I don't know. A permanent wedgie in the summertime would get awful moist. (laughs) Right, that just kind of... Yeah, that's so... (laughs) So I would rather... I think that is the first time I've actually been grossed out by the word moist. (laughs) (laughs) I would rather have... You couldn't have said, you know, <laughs> damped or constricting or, you know, whatever, but you just... I think that is the first time me as an individual has been grossed and disturbed by the word moist. <laughs> How else would you word it, honestly? A wedgie in the summertime would become awful moist. <laughs> Please stop saying it. It's just gross. It's gross. So, I would rather have socks that slid down on my shoes rather than a moist wedgie. (laughs) All right. You're gross. It's animals. Animals. We just went to the zoo, by the way. We went to the Pittsburgh Zoo. It took us a couple hours to get up there, and we had a blast. Yes. The zoo in Pittsburgh, if you live in the Pittsburgh area and you have not visited the zoo, you're missing out. Yep. You're really missing out. The only thing that depressed me that day, and it wasn't really, I mean, it, it didn't depress me. I don't, want, I, I don't want to say that, but I was sad. I did not get to see the polar bears, but I understand because it was super hot that day and they're all furry and they were probably chillaxing when it was cool because it would have been unbearably miserable for them. Like I felt horrible for like the tigers cause they were trying like just stay out of the sun. Um, yeah, and I got lobster bit that day. So. Lobster bit is another word for sunburn. Yes. So if animals could talk, what one would be the rudest? Honestly, in my opinion... Don't say our cat. No. No. She's... She's an evil thing, but she's... No. Um, out of the entire animal kingdom, and this in- can't, this includes fishes and, and stuff like that, too, but I am literally going to say the penguin. 
The penguin? I can see that. They look evil. Yeah, especially if you look in their mouths. They look evil. They have like a hundred billion freaking teeth in them beaks. Like it's crazy. They're still cute though. Regardless is if they're, you know, gigantic buttholes or whatever, but like seriously, I think that penguins would be your rudest. And I think your second rudest animal would be a tiger. I don't think a tiger. A tiger would be like showboating. Like, for instance, like Sheer Khan from Jungle Book. Right. Like, I'm the, you know, the king beast. And I also think that an orangutan would be a douche pickle, too. Why do you think they call lions king of the jungle when they don't live in the jungle? You, it just popped in my head because you said the tiger would say it was King Beast, but really the lion is the king of the beast. Well, yeah, Big Daddy Kitty, but still. I wonder who would win, tiger or a lion. That would be a heck of a fight. Yeah, but I'm going to say the lion because of the well, absolute... Hold on that thought. Think here for a second. Power. The male lion does not fight. It sends the women in. But the women are there to protect the king and his babies. And feed them. So you have to think that these lionesses are very, very well trained in that area where, <clears throat> yeah, I still, I'm still going lions. Lions all the way. Lions are going to win. Lions for the win. All right. You're it's next. Super Bowl day in the, the animal kingdom, and the lions are taking it all. So your rudest animal is the penguin and the tiger. And your next question, please. Next question is, according to science, we, as the human race, have evolved from monkeys. Then why are there still, why is there still monkeys? Why haven't they grown into humans? Because they're tomorrow's superhuman. We're training monkeys today in labs to do things that humans can do. So they're already going to have human abilities. And when they finally evolve, they're going to be superhuman. If you were not so full of crap right now, um, that's actually a very plausible explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But I still, like, all the monkeys that are out here today, <laughs> like, why have they not evolved into humans? Like, we're all, you know, we started as a monkey and then evolved into, like, the Neanderthal and then moved up and up and up to where the human race is now. Not saying that that's all good, but, um, like... It doesn't make sense why the new monkeys are not taking that gradual leap into humanism. Hey, I gave you plausible explanation. Yeah, you gave me a plausible explanation, If, but you are so full of crap, your eyes are brown. Um. <laughs> hey, I got gray eyes. Right. Okay, anyway. Moving on. In one sentence, how would you sum up the internet? 
one sentence to describe the internet. Yep. The world at your fingertips. The world at your fingertips. That's a good one. I figured you would just give some generic answer like it's amazing or wonderful or great or whatever, but the world at your fingertips is a good explanation for that. Do you think that the internet's something that people will be nostalgic for? No. Because the internet is going to be around... It's a phase. It's not a phase. <laughs> it's a very long phase, but it's a phase. No. I just got a text message from Jeff. <laughs> Love that chicken from Popeye's. That's what he sent me. <laughs> That's Jeff for you. Love that chicken from Popeye's. I'm going to reply. No. Oh, my. <laughs> Tell him like a good neighbor stay over there. <laughs> so you said tell him like a good neighbor stay over there. I put like a good neighbor state farm is there. All yeah, right. So we apply replied to Jeff. We got so rudely interrupted. Yes. He just said love that chicken from Popeyes. I have no idea why he said that. It was probably a commercial. He's, he's random like that. So what's your question? Your, um, oh. Okay, sorry. Um, this one is kind of a, a yes or no question. It's not really anything too deep, but does it make any sense at all to sterilize some, like, before lethal injection? Absolutely, positively, it does not. But that seems like a waste of alcohol. You want them to die. That's the whole point of I missed lethal injection or any type of capital murder or capital punishment, not capital murder. <laughs> that's probably what they were. That's what with. they're getting lethal injected for, capital murder. Yes, that's what I said. Oh. But like you're laying there. You're getting ready to die. Like, why not just shove, like, a rusty nail needle in the arm and just say the heck with it? Do you think they call it capital murder because they don't need to do it in capital cities? No. You're supposed to say, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> mm, yeah, I, I wasn't riding that wave. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I could get into all the legal crap that goes with that, but I'm not going to. But no, honestly, I mean, well... I guess they're trained to do it that way, so they do it that way. That's what they, I mean, I, honestly, I, I get why they do it, but you take someone um, who uh, has done something so unjust, something so horrible, that they've literally been put on death row, and yet you still want to treat them humanely. Like, to me, that it's pointless. Because most of the people that are on death row waiting to be executed are scum. You don't believe there's anybody innocent there? I'm not saying there can't be, but nine-tenths of them, no. But if you, actually, if you would go and you would ask each one of them, every single one of them is innocent. 
I was framed, I tell ya. Right? And you got a bonus question, don't you? <laughs> Another one of these, does it make sense? Does it make any sense for an atheist to swear on the Bible to tell the truth in a court of law? I guess no, but at the same time, if that person didn't say they was an atheist, how would anybody know? Well, okay, let's open this up a little bit more. Let's say <coughs> you go by um, the Levian Satanism. Would you swear on the Satanist Bible? Could you? I don't know. Would they allow that? I wonder. I don't know. Freedom of religion, but I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. But, like, would it be the same as asking them to swear on the Holy Bible? Because to them, that Bible is just a storybook. And to them, it's guidelines to, you know, the Levian Bible is guidelines for the best life. So, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that neither. So, well, but no, to answer your question, no, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because you have somebody, I mean, you wouldn't expect, you know, a reverend to go in there and, you know, swear on Moby Dick. That was on fried green tomatoes. Yes, it was, but just say, they, he's out, oh, I brought my own. But nobody's going to dispute that because, you know, he's a holy man. Right. So, I don't know. I just wondered if that would be justification for, like, I can't be here for this because you don't have my Bible. <laughs> so. But would that fall under separation of church and state because we're getting too freedom deep and religion... <laughs> and the legal system. Yep, I went way, 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 way down the rabbit hole in this one. Sorry. Yes, you did. <laughs> this is supposed to be a lighthearted, fun family podcast. All right, guys. We are at 34 minutes and 40 seconds, so we'll call it a day for today. And we're going to try to put these out more often. Sorry we missed there for a while, but Nikki went back to work and... It's just been rougher to try to find time to do it. But we did it. We made one. All right. So enjoy. Have a great week. We'll catch you on the fly.